Hi, this is Christy. This is Chuck. This is Grave Matters. Thanks so much for joining us for another... Spooky. It is a little bit spooky. (laughs) So I got an email from a girl named Sarah. And she had me do a little bit of a dive into the Alice in Wonderland hole of the dog man. Dog man. So here we go. You ready? The dog man. At WTCM FM radio in Traverse City, Michigan for April Fool's Day in 1987, disc jockey Steve Cook released a piece of lyrical poetry set to music called The Legend about the Michigan dog man. He initially had never heard of any dogman and instead made everything in the song up, basing it off of various myths and legends from around North America. It was intended to be a joke, but to Cook's surprise, Michiganders began calling in, attesting to the validity of the creature. Multiple callers had seen the dogman and truly believed that it was real. Cook received over 500 reports of the dog man encounters since the April Fool's Day broadcast. Hmm. So the Michigan dog man is allegedly a famous cryptid with sightings dating all the way back in Wexford County in 1887. It's described as a bipedal werewolf-like creature standing at a terrifying height of seven or eight feet tall with a human body and a head of a dog. Its eyes, which are either blue or yellow, have been known to horrifically gaze and strike terror into the hearts of humans that look upon it. I think if I had a seven or eight foot (laughs) dog-faced man with yellow or blue eyes gazing at me, I think I'd be a little scared too. They apparently have a terrible howl and superhuman jumping ability. Kind of like a dog. Yeah. So Michigan was the epicenter of the white pine lumber industry from 1860 to the turn of the century in 1900. And most of the earliest accounts of the Michigan dog man came from those logging camps in the UP, which is very wooded and rural. And uh, that's basically all it is. That's all it, all it is still <laughs> to this day. That's <laughs> this all it day. is. So since those times, multiple accounts of a similar creature has emerged throughout the years these encounters include a canine beast appearing from the woods that scratches tents, houses, and even jumps in front of cars. And they say it goes in 10-year cycles huh. of any year ending in seven. Okay. I, apparently, they know a calendar. Apparently. Dogman's not so stupid. Not so dumb. One sighting happened in Troy, Michigan, which isn't far from where we live. Right. In January 2006, a motorist contacted OnStar after his vehicle flipped over in a ditch, and the motorist swerved to avoid a creature in the roadway that he described as a great big dog standing up. Some claim the dogman legend has its roots in Native American lore, as many indigenous tribes have stories about skinwalkers and shapeshifters and wolf spirits. A more scientifically grounded explanation is that Dogman is a wolf or a wolf hybrid that has either learned or evolved. Hmm. So the wolf population in the UP is experiencing a resurgence and the sightings of wolves in the lower peninsula have been happening more over the last 15 years. So we live in Northern Oakland County. Right. 
And we have coyote wolf hybrids here. Correct. They're larger than coyotes, smaller than wolves, and we have seen them. Yep. And we hear them every once in a while at night. There And it is. It's, it's frightening. So we do have packs of coyotes. Yep. But they look different. Like, we have seen them in the road. We have seen the yellow eyes. Yeah. We have, I, have you seen a dog mm-hmm. man, though? No, not on their hind legs walking. <laughs> I don't think they're always walking on their hind legs. Oh. I just think that, like, like, if we were to take our Australian shepherd Griffin and we were to put him on his hind legs, we'd be like, he's about five feet tall or six feet tall or yeah, whatever. Maybe. I don't necessarily think they're just walking around. Okay. Like, in... Like an ape or something like that. Huh. Well, we have, you know, like you said, we have coyotes. So the Michigan Dogman's varied over the years. It's safe to say that it is not a lone wolf. These creatures are usually described as having glowing amber or icy blue eyes. (coughs) And they make me cough. We are having, (coughs) excuse me, we are having wildfires from Canada. Yeah. The and air quality is The bad. air quality is so terrible, and we closed all of our windows, but I'm still having a really hard it's time. It's hazy, almost looks like a fog, and it's not foggy. It's the perfect time for a dog man to come out of the woods. <laughs> With yellow eyes popping out of the... Yeah. They say that the head of the dog has vicious fangs, mm. and they can stand on two legs. Right. They don't necessarily walk around on two legs. Okay. They're supposedly super fast, and there's been sightings in Wisconsin and a lot of other Midwest states. They've popped up all over the country. A lot of woods, yeah. Yeah. So, um, where I went through the rabbit hole or the wolf hole in this dog hole is Sarah wrote in and told us that she wanted to stay anonymous, so Sarah isn't really her name. She and her family have a cottage in Caseville, Michigan. Right, which is kind of like up in the thumb. And she said that her and her dad went into the woods behind their house to get some logs and sticks for their campfire one night. It was about 9 p.m. on a summer night, and so it wasn't dark quite yet. Right. They were only a few feet into the woods when they heard a growl. Sarah said her dad grabbed her and had them put their arms above their head, assuming it was a bear. You're supposed to make yourself look bigger with the bear. Okay. But then what came out from behind a large tree surprised them. It was not a bear. It was like a large wolf on all fours with bright blue eyes. She said it had the face of like her husky. Right. But bigger. And it was huge. And then it led, let, I can speak, let out a primal scream. Mm Mm-hmm. Leapt two feet in the air, okay. stared them down, and then ran into the woods. Hmm. She said there's no way it was a wolf or a bear. Right. And she firmly believes that it was Dogman. Yeah, quite possibly. I mean, who are we to say it wasn't? Absolutely. I think that there's a lot of things that are in the woods. There's a lot of things in the water. Yes. That we do not know. What they are. And we don't, yeah. So that is, um, I'm afraid of aliens. Of course. I probably wouldn't want to come into contact with Dogman. But nobody, I mean, obviously, nobody's been killed. No. Or do we know? We don't know. We don't know. If, yeah, 
if someone was out by themselves and dogged me and said, okay, I'm hungry, I'm going to eat this person. <laughs> Who's to say? Unless someone watched a meet, you know. So there's so many people that disappear in the woods. Yes. And they call it missing 411. Disappearances in the wilderness. There are thousands and thousands of cases of missing people that go missing after visiting like a national park or rural area or a large reserve of public land. Mm -hmm. Your mom was petrified because one of our daughters who now resides in Alaska is often in rural land or national parks like Denali and et cetera. And she was so petrified that she was going to disappear because your mom believed in the cryptids and not necessarily that there were serial killers living in these places, but that it was more of like something like the dog man or Bigfoot or something that would take yeah, her. Yeah, a bad entity. Yeah. So, I mean, there's everything from, there was a case in 1981 of, Stacy Aris and Stacy was a 14 year old girl on a horse riding trip with her father and several other friends in Yosemite National Park, which I've never visited. You haven't either, have you? No. Have you been to Yosemite? No, I have never been in it. I've been by it, but never in it. So, this was supposed to be like a beautiful ride over the stunning wilderness of Yosemite. And after arriving at the Sunrise High Sierra Camp, Stacy cleaned up and decided to take a walk. The young girl asked both her father and another member of the party to join, but they denied the company. She made it clear that her walk was only going to be at the nearby lake to take some photographs and to stretch her legs. The lake was nearby within earshot of the site, and the area was not known for any instances of, like, animal predators. Mm -hmm. That's why her father let her, let the daughter go. However, once she embarked on her short walk, she was never seen again after a compre- comprehensive search lasted like nine days. Over 100 people helped search with sniffer dogs and helicopters. Nothing more than the lens cap of her camera was ever found. Huh. And there's so many others. I actually read more about the Stacey Era's ca- uh, case and... There's theories that the father might have done something or there was somebody else that was there. True. Um, but, you know, there's so many cases of people who have just disappeared. Well, it kind of makes sense. I mean, I, I see that people camping or doing whatever. It would be easy prey for someone if there was a bad person out there and that's what they were trying to do. Well, what a great place to hide right. in a national park if you've got the ability to be in a rural, to survive in a rural area like that. There's lots of, um, I guess, like camps or like ca- like cabins yeah, could be. for uh, rangers and for... stuff to stay in. And sometimes they don't see them for seasons. Right. And so people will take camp in these cabins that they're really not supposed to. Yeah. Um, exactly yeah but there's you know it 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 makes me not want to hike so there we go 
That gives me a reason not, <laughs> not to, to exercise. So I, I'm, I'm good with that. Exercising and hiking in the woods is obviously very <laughs> dangerous. <laughs> Sorry, Doc, I can't exercise. The dog man might get me. The dog man, aliens, UFOs, bad people, something like that. So, I mean, obviously they think that maybe it's a smokescreen. Maybe the government is stealing people for experiments or aliens are stealing people you know anything is possible don't know maybe there's a really bad forest ranger yeah it could be too and it would be a good you know thing to hide out as and i mean obviously there's lots of bodies of water and there's right that's what i thought with one girl yeah she was walking by the lake she could have gone in the water but i'm sure that they had divers in there for that too Well, they never found her camera. Right. So the camera would float. You would think. Maybe not, but yeah. Yeah. So. Who knows? Or dog man got her. Quite possibly. I would hope not. I'm not going to deny anything. I don't know. No. I know. It's still sad. Yeah, it is. But, um, yeah, so you will not see us in the woods anywhere. No. Our daughter got married in the woods. Kind of in the woods, yeah. We had to stay at cabins. Yep. It was kind of rural. It was very rural. It wasn't a uh, well, it wasn't a park, but it was near a park in a park setting. Yeah, they were on Next rapids to a, and did kayaks or, sable or, or something it. like that. A sable River. Yeah, yeah. So that will probably be the last time we travel. Yeah, that's the last time to you're going to see me do all that. Yeah, I was good. It was nice, but oh yeah, it was very nice. I was good. Yeah. So, yeah, it was north of here. So we probably will never encounter. God willing, dog man in our lifetime. Let's hope not. So there you go. Sarah, I'm so sorry you had that fright. I don't know if I would ever go back to your cottage in Caseville. No. But. For sale. Big sign out front. Blessings to you. (laughs) Amen. My name's Christy. And I'm Chuck. This is Great Manners.